Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show, the RR Show. This is episode 204. Today we are diving into Entitled Parents. But when you get a minute, check out our YouTube channel. Not only is it awesome, we've just dropped a video about a epic revenge slash malicious compliance uh, about a guy that catches a guy stealing soda. It, it's, an, it's a wacky one. You need to watch that video. But without further ado, let's jump into today's episode with our first story, posted by Foglamp03. I got the cops called on my mum for child abandonment, and I kicked my dad in the macaroons. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As some know, I previously posted about my parents refusing to give back my Nintendo Switch when one of my siblings stole it. And many commenters had a lot to say about the shit my parents were doing. And to just call the police or CPS if my parents ever dumped my youngest siblings off at my door without asking again. Well, I waited and waited, but there was no content between us for about three months. Since the last time my mum called, I refused to watch my siblings without being paid. Then it finally hit. My parents called me all of a sudden wanting me to babysit and they acted like the prior incident with the Switch never happened. I told them I was not going to babysit unless they paid me, and that it would have to be a day that I had off work. My schedule had also shifted, so I no longer had Saturdays off. I actually asked my boss for that, since Saturdays were the days they asked me for babysitting the most. Plus, picking up an extra shift was better for me financially. My dad got furious as usual and said that I needed to man up and help out, so I pointed out that he needs to stop acting like he has control over me, and technically I am manning up for myself and my own life, like he always claimed he did at my age. Yet he always worked Saturdays and put a ton of his responsibilities on me, so he could fuck off as far as I was concerned. He started yelling violently into the phone and my mum took it away from him. I said I could only babysit Sundays because that's my only day off. And I would only be doing it if they paid me 30 bucks and included pre-packed lunches, dinners, and snacks for my siblings. Because I wasn't going to waste my money providing food for them. That's not my job. And if they took anything from me, like my switch was stolen last time, I would get the police involved to get it back. I saved the receipt when I bought it and documented the serial numbers, so I'd have no problem proving to the police that it's mine. My mum's bitch mode kicked in and she started swearing like a sailor that just broke a tooth in me. I let her have her rant while pretty much ignoring the phone until she realised I wasn't responding and started demanding I say something. So I said that she and dad have my conditions, Sundays only, 30 bucks, pre-packed food, or you can fuck off. There was a moment of silence on the line, 
and then my mum went off on me again and said that my younger siblings that are 14 and 15 have had to step up because I wasn't helping anymore, and they needed a break. I laughed and said, oh, like how you guys gave me breaks? Like, never? My mum tried to say that was different, and it was because I was the oldest child. I said that it wasn't different. They parentified me, and I lost out on a bunch of my childhood because of it, and now I'm living my own life without them. And they're hypocrites to act like I should step up again when I'm no longer living there and they have two teenagers in the house that can do everything I used to do. My mum shifted into victim mode and started saying that my teenage siblings were rebelling and not listening to them. I said their bitching and moaning wasn't my problem. They need to figure out alternative childcare. I'm too busy with having a life. My dad got back on the phone and started yelling at me some more. I just laughed at him and said he was just blowing hot air, and that he was talking but not really saying anything. My mum took the phone back and pleaded with me one more time. I reiterated, Sundays only with pre-packaged food and 30 bucks, and I won't hesitate at all to call the police if any threats are made or any of my stuff gets stolen. I heard my parents start loudly yelling back and forth at each other over what to do, so I said they can just work it out and get back to me later, and I hung up. It was right back to radio silence for a while. Then, one Sunday morning, a few weeks later, I was getting ready for work when there was a sudden loud and fast knock at my door. The kind where you know they're doing it with both hands. My mum's done that for years as her knocking trademark to let me know she was there. And she knows I know the sound of it very well. And the knocking was followed by what sounded like someone loudly running down the corridor. I listened through the door and could hear my two youngest siblings bickering with each other and tapping on the door themselves. My mother just left them outside the door and ran. Because of all the warnings I got in my last post, I had a simple plan for this. I just opened my window, climbed out, and simply walked away. My apartment's on the ground level all the way at the end of the building, and I can climb out the window I have there easily by just pulling the screen out. I called one of my neighbors that lives a few doors down. She's a sweet old lady that loves kids, and I gave her the rundown. She's known about my situation with my narcissist parents for a while now, and called the police for me to tell them that there were two kids left abandoned in the hall after my mother pounded on the door and took off. Suffice to say, the police came and picked up my siblings. My parents called me later and were furious. I pretended to be clueless and asked what they were so mad about. My mum fully admitted that she left my two youngest siblings at my door for me to babysit and ran. I asked if she'd left them there without anyone answering the door. Because I was out. I had work on Saturdays. My mum just got really quiet for a few seconds, then yelled, How the hell was I supposed to know that? I countered that this was all her fault. And she literally abandoned her kids at my door on the hopes that maybe I was home. On a day I had already told her several times... I worked. Like she was trying to force me to skip a shift by trying to give me no choice but to watch them. She started making excuses, but I told her what she did was inexcusable and immature. She ended up crying, and I just let that go on for a while before asking if she was done yet. She went back into bitch mode and yelled at me that the police were charging her with child abandonment. I said that wasn't really my fault, since she left the kids in the hall then said I would have called the police on her as well if I was home and she refused to come back for the kids because I told them before that I work Saturdays now. So I refused to be trapped into babysitting anymore. 
The rest of the call was some more pointless bickering on her end and didn't really go anywhere. My mum somehow ended up getting off with just a slap on the wrist and a fine because she somehow convinced the cops that she honestly thought I was home and would babysit. Also, my next sibling said when he texted me. I don't know how much that fine was, but the fact she had to pay one should make her think twice about just leaving kids at my door and running off again. My dad wasn't charged because he was at work, and he also claimed to be unaware of her intent to leave my siblings at my door. I was told he was actually pissed at my mum for doing that. The pot and kettle situation this was had me laughing. But I guess I have to give credit to my old man, if he'd never done what my mum did. Either way, that left my mum with a police record. That's a first strike in the eyes of the law, I think. After that, things really boiled over on Thanksgiving. My parents invited me over, and I was fully expecting it to be some kind of trap. And it was. At dinner, my dad just sat at the table smoking a cigarette and acting like he was in charge. He had my mum sit me down and then said enough was enough, and that he was ending this farce. He told me that I needed to move my ass back home and pay rent to help their mortgage and bills, as well as help parent my siblings because they don't have any time to themselves anymore. And the fine my mum had to pay hit their finances hard. I just said no, plain and simple, and I kept that up no matter how much he tried to order me. He ended up getting so angry that he actually attacked me, and he's not a small man. I thankfully am not either, and I'd been hitting the gym for months and learned some amateur fighting. I had my steel-toed boots on as well, so I gave him a swift kick in the balls when he came at me, then punched him hard enough in the face that he was down on the floor in an instant. He landed with quite a thud and even threw up because of the pain while clutching his goodie bag. Then I told my parents that I had my phone recording in my pocket the whole time, and I could easily prove he attacked me first. My dad told me to get out of his house and never come back, and I obliged, but not before taking a turkey leg off the platter and riding home with it to eat. Since then, only my siblings have called or texted. They said I walked out like a boss and that there's now running jokes in the house about my dad's poor balls. I spent Christmas with a friend's family, and I've got a standing invite to come back for other holidays. This next story was posted by Hometown Gypsy. Stepmom asks about my tattoo, then makes it about herself. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Necessary background. I, 35, lost my biological mum to drowning when I was five. My dad raised me and my sister solo for years, but remarried when I was like 12 or 13. Stepmum, now 58, was verbally abusive, jealous of my relationship with my dad, and jealous of my closeness with any family members on my mum or my dad's side. She also hated that I refused to let her adopt me. I just never saw her as a true mum. I didn't think she liked me. She scared me more than making me feel safe or happy. And she showed blatant favouritism to her bio son because he could just run to his dad if he doesn't like it. You're stuck here. Anyway, my dad died of lung cancer in 2010. 
I stayed in touch with my stepmom because I genuinely love my stepbrother and his wife and kids. I'm very low contact. My sister is no contact with stepmom. I held off seeing her for years by using COVID, but finally ran out of excuses and she came to visit after Christmas for a long weekend. As she had not seen me in person in a few years, she noticed the new tattoo I had. It's three simple line drawings, one of a tree, one of a crystal, one of a robot. She asked me what it meant, and I said, well, the tree's for my mum, since one of the few memories I have of her is when she taught me to climb a tree in our yard. The crystal's for my dad, because he's a geophysicist and a rock collector, and loved to dig for quartz crystals in Arkansas. And the robot's for my nephew, my cousin's son, who died when he was six. He'd draw me the robot one last time I saw him. She paused, sat back, and then responded, So, God forbid, if I get hit by a bus tomorrow, what would you get for me? I was so hurt but also not surprised. She's made comments before to the tune of, do I have to die to get you to appreciate me? So it wasn't totally out of the blue, but it made me so sad that there was absolutely no empathy, no compassion. It was all, well, what about me? Don't I deserve a memorial? Ugh. This one is from Raziquit. Entitled mother steals my entire vegetable garden. We have a not-so-small vegetable garden in the backyard of my family's house. Me and my mum are the gardeners, and we grow a bunch of zucchini, snap peas, herbs, broccoli, carrots, tomatoes, and even grapes with the occasional other vegetables, radishes, bell peppers, etc. One day I hear something outside my window, which is right above the largest planter box in our garden. I look outside and see two kids from their neighborhood picking vegetables from the planter box. I run out and see the two of them have their arms full of zucchini and carrots and even some tomatoes. I ask what on earth they're doing and they said, we live in the neighborhood. I told them that those are our vegetables, they can't take them. They just said, it's our neighborhood too, we can have them if we want. And they took off before I could stop them, literally vaulting over the small fence that separates our side yard from the neighbors. Different neighbors, not the ones that were stealing. A few days later, I heard something outside my window again. I look out to see the kid's mum loading a basket with vegetables from the planter. I again rush out and see that her and her kids are loading baskets with everything they could grab. I watched as the mum grabbed a handful of the chives I'd been growing and ripped them out, roots and all. My mum must have heard me run out because she came out as well. She yelled asking what they think they were doing and the kids just kept picking vegetables while my mum just turned annoyed. It's everyone's neighborhood and we need the food, she said, still picking from my garden and desecrating my prized chives. My mum told her that if she had just asked, we would have given her some. And even if it is everyone's neighborhood, it is our garden. She just huffed and left with her kids and there wasn't anything we could do. Our garden was damaged beyond repair. Our zucchini plants were torn to bits and the peas and tomatoes were trampled and shredded. And our grape bush that we had for years was broken at the base where one of them had stepped on it there were no fresh vegetables that year and my mum couldn't make her chocolate chip zucchini bread a few days later we installed a lock on the backyard fence and the neighbors came banging on our door mad that we installed a lock preventing them from getting into our garden my mum just told them to go away and if she saw them in our garden again she would call the cops We thankfully never saw them again, and our garden is once again happy. We even managed to bring the grapes back to life. 
A little while ago, we planted some blueberry bushes in our front yard. Someone kept stealing them, and half the blueberries are gone each season. We let the kids in the neighborhood eat them, but they only take maybe like 8 to 10 each a day on a weekend or during the summer. There's 10 bushes in total, and about 100 to 150 blueberries each. Hmm. I wonder who's taking 500 blueberries every year. Hmm. We haven't caught them yet. But everyone knows. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you, and stay spooky. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.